Okay. What? Yes. Rabbi said there is a Mayudika Ben Yada. I want to bring your attention to this Kavaldika Ben Yada. Uh, you can look this one up yourself. It's Mayudik. It's a Gemara in Gitin, Dafnun Vov. Well, the Gemara tells us like this. And the Ben Yada explains it in a very, very special oifen, special way. The Gemara talks about the Pasuk in the Torah. And the Pasuk says, We know the whole sugya of Yaakov and Esau going into Yitzchak to get the brachas and klolas. The sugya over there is like a holding sugya. But the Ben Yada explains a very interesting yesoid about the kol kol Yaakov, about the voice, which is something that we've been dealing with since the beginning of Shavavim, coming to the end now, with Parshas Mishpatim already, this is the end of Shavavim, and of course, although we have to work on this the entire year, as we always say, there's a specific time that there's a special siyata deshmaya to work on certain things, and this is the siyata deshmaya to work on Kedushas Adibu, Kedushas of the speech, power of speech, we've been working that the last few weeks, we've been discussing very many of the different inyonim, we've been talking about Kedushas HaPeh and the Gabi Nivel Peh, cursing, We've been discussing the union of Emes and Sheker. We've been discussing embar- all sorts of things that could come up in the sugya of speech. I think today we're going to come to the climax, to the highest point that Be'ez HaShem is unfortunately very, very nageya. But unfortunately something that we have to talk about and reinforce. I don't think I'm saying any chidushim today, b'chlal, but it's important for a person to have this reinforced within his life, within his day. And let's hope Be'ez HaShem, let's have a chizuk together to try to try and prevent ourselves as much as we can from these inyanim. So again, the Ben Yodah says, the Ben Ishchai, the inyan of a kol kol Yaakov, he says a moedah he says like this, he says that whenever we have the kol kol Yaakov, whenever Yaakov, which is Klal Yisrael, have the koyach of the kol, the koyach of the voice, then the dime of Esau, the hands of Esau will have no koyach over us. Klal Yisrael will always have the upper hand, the goyim, Esau will have absolutely no strength over us. But when unfortunately the coil of Yaakov, the voice of Yaakov doesn't have that strength, doesn't have that coil, doesn't have that kedusha, so then Yidayim, the Esav, the Esav can overpower unfortunately Klal Yisrael. And we can see so many times that unfortunately Esav is sometimes given the koyach to overpower and the strength to do things that we would never want to hear, never want to talk about, never want to see. But on component, sometimes it happens. Says the Ben Yehudi, you want to know why it happens? It happens because Klal Yisrael are not using the Koyach of the Peh. They're not understanding the Kedusha that they were given in their mouths and they use it in the improper oifen, whether it's for saying things they shouldn't be saying, whether it's embarrassing someone, whether it's saying Shaka, whether it's saying Lashon Hora, Shmir, or whatever it may be, Rechilos. The idea is that we have to use a Koyach of our Peh in the right way. And when we do, so the Heidegger Ben Ishchai, the Yidayim the Esau, the Esau will have no Koyach over us. Chazal tell us, in the Gemara in Erech and Chazal tell us a famous Yisoyed. And the Yisoyed is like this, that there are various items of the Koyans, um, of the Koyan Godel's clothing, that would be a, kipo, a kapora for the sins of Klal Yisrael. And the Gemara tells us that the Me'il was atoning, was a kapora for the Avera of Loshon Hora. Now, one of the very striking features of the me'il that the Kohen Godel would wear was that it was fully treilas. Mamish, the whole thing was mamish fully treilas. Why? Says the Gemara in Erechem Tezvah, because it was doimit to the Kisei kovoid. What is the connection between treilas that the Kohen Godel wore in the me'il 
and the kapora that it had to accomplish for the Aveira of Lashon Hara. So the Chofetz Chaim explains and he brings a Tana Dvelio. The Tana Dvelio tells us like this, that when a person speaks Lashon Hara, when he speaks negatively about somebody else, even if it's true as we'll get to, when a person speaks negatively about someone else, someone else of the Tonit Velio, that Aveira, that Loshonora reaches the Kisei HaKovet itself. That means that a person that speaks Loshonora will face Din V'Cheshben judgment by the Kisei HaKovet itself. That's how far the Aveira of Loshonora reaches. We're dealing with something that's so common, that reaches all the way. Ad HaKisei HaKovet itself. Once said he was in America, staying at somebody's house. When he went fundraising, he used to stay in people's houses. And there was one particular home that he stayed in that he overheard a conversation between the husband and wife. And they were talking so disgustingly about each other, about the community, about the Rav, about all sorts of things. It was, it was a terrible conversation. About an hour later, he went in. They were already up to the next conversation. And he said... Um, I heard a very interesting conversation about an hour ago, like, uh, everything okay? So they said, conversation an hour ago? I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't even, I don't, Rabbi, Rabbi, I don't know what you're talking about. There was no conversation. We were stumped eating supper. I don't know what you're talking about. No conversation. So Moshe Stern said over the story, he took out a tape recorder, the old-fashioned tape recorders. He had recorded the conversation, and he played it over to them, and he said, ooh, were they embarrassed. So go, Moshe Stern, Rabbi Saif. In this world, everything's a tape recorder. Everything's recorded. Whether you like it or not, everything's there. And it's going to be played back, right? It's going to be shown after 120 years. Rated R movie, right? It's unbelievable, Rabbi Sai. Shemi Rachim. Rabbi Sai. We have to realize that whatever we say, it's actually recorded and it's going to be played back. It's going to be pretty embarrassing. I mean, for some people. We have to realize that the Chavetz Chaim tells us as well, in the Hagdama, to the Sefer Shmir Saloshan, people run around the world looking for scholars. People are going to Rebbe's, people are going to Kavarim, and it's beautiful, and they should, and it's Kavaldik. But if only, said the Chavetz Chaim, if only they would realize the scholar of a person watching his mouth, of a person watching the way he says something, not only what he says, but often it's the way you say, say something. It's the tone of voice that you use that can change something completely. Says the Chofetz Chaim, all the benefits that a person can gain in this world, he can lose in moments just by speaking a little bit of Lashon Hara. And it's an amazing thing. Says the Chofetz Chaim, people are looking for bracha in Parnassah, in Shidduchim, in health, in all sorts of amazing things. Where are they looking for it? It's right in front of them, in their own mouth. The way they speak to the Chavetz Chaim is the Makara Bracha that they can get all the Brachas in the world. And it's so important because the Gemara tells us famous story that everybody knows because anyone that learns Shemir Saloshan knows this idea. The Gemara tells us about the Zohar Yutesamad base. Alexandria went out in the marketplace and he called out Man Boyachaya, Man Boyachaya. Who wants life? Who wants life? And everybody came running over to find out what's the potion, what's the tablet, what's the pill, what do I have to do to get light? And he answered, All you have to do, if you want life, you have to watch your mouth. Asks the Chidah, Rabbi Isai. Says the Chidah, 
What's Pshat in the Gemara? That the Gemara says it twice. Man bochaya, man bochaya. Why twice? Why not once? Answers the Chidah Pshat in the Gemara. In Pshat in the Gemara, in Abu Dzorah. Zok the Chidah, you know why? Because the Chazal are telling us, man bochaya in this world, man bochaya in the next world. Not only are we talking about Olam Abba and whatever could be going on over there. But even in this world, the world that we live in, a person can ruin his and other people's lives. I've heard this myself from so many people. A fellow calls me up recently. He's an older single, probably around 30. And he says to me, he's been in Shittuchim for a long time. It's been a difficult journey. It's been an emo- emotional roller coaster. Mamish running all over the place, around the world, trying to find Shittuchim. And he finally found out, why is he having such a hard time? He said there is one family that is spreading a rumor about him that is totally not true. And it managed to make its round around to every shatran around the world. And the moment he suggests the shidduch or someone suggests his name, even to a shatran or to a family, they're like, oh, him, no, we're not going anywhere near him. And he said it was false. But he said, he called me up to tell me, this is the koyach of Lashon Hora because a person can say something even if it's true. In this case, it was fake. It wasn't true, it was false. But look what it does to people's lives. And the next world, Avada. But even in this world, what we say can damage someone to a degree that we don't understand, that we will never understand, that we cannot comprehend. And people move on from that comment and they think, ah, I just said a comment, what's the big deal? Without realizing the damage emotionally and mentally that they have done to that person and possibly to their family and to their children and their shaduchim and their boss and their pranosa and who knows all the sorts of things that can come out of it because it's a simple comment that can even be a joke and little do we realize the koyach of our peh the koyach of our mouth an amazing thing the Vilna Goin Chobetz Chaim brings it in the Sefer he brings the Vilna Goin that says for every moment a person muzzles his mouth and doesn't say that juicy bit of Lashon horror that he so desperately wants to say to show everybody that he knows the latest and he knows the news, he knows the updates and by that he's putting somebody else down. Zub the Heilige Vilna Goin who call her cool on his fingertips, that if every moment a person muzzles himself and says, I'm not going to say it, it's geschmack to say, I want to say it, but I'm not going to say it. So the light that you receive, even the malochim don't understand it. That's how careful we have to be. The Chavetz Chaim brings a marshal. He says, imagine if a person, in the olden days when Svarim weren't so easy to find, a peddler comes around selling a, a whole selection of beautiful svarim. And he's got over there a gorgeous leather-bound shas. Gorgeous leather-bound shas. Something to be very, very hard to find, not easy, beautiful, exquisite piece. That's so wonderful. And a wealthy guy says, you know what, I would like to have such a shas. I learned the daf, I learned gemara, I have a Imagine walking into my smedrash, imagine walking into my study with a zab, beautiful leather-bound shas. So how much is it? Sort of fortune of money. He runs home, he gets the money. He buys the shas. He's got this gorgeous, leather-bound, beautiful piece, right? They don't make them like this. It's wonderful. He finds a place on his farm shrank. He puts in, and he's so excited. And he waits to start the next Masechta with one of his chavrusas that he's learning, whatever this Masechta is. He pulls the Masechta off the shelf. First time he's going to use this beautiful shas. He takes it out, puts it under his arm, goes over to this medrash where he learns his chavrusa. Everyone's like, wow, where'd you get such a shas? It's gorgeous. It's wonderful. He opens it up. Blank. Okay, there's a mistake. Next page. Blank. 
flicks through the whole thing, the entire thing is blank. You know how much I paid for this? This is not normal. This doesn't make any sense. Too late now. The guy's gone. You can't get your money back. It's over. Zug the Heilige Chovetz Chaim. Rabbi, listen to the words carefully. Zug the Heilige Chovetz Chaim. You can look at this up in the Hagdomah to Shmir Saloshen. A person can be on this world and he's learning Chumash and he's learning Mishnayis and he's finishing Shas and he knows Shulchan Aruch, and he goes Svarim after Svarim after Svarim and he's so excited to get to the next world. Ah! Look what he, look at me, look what I did. Look what I finished, look what I learned, look what I accomplished. And he gets to the next world and there's nothing there. It's empty. What happened? Excuse me? I learned that Masechta. I learned that Mishnayis. I finished that simon. Where is it? It's not there because what you said erases everything. Of course there's tshuva. Don't get me wrong. Tshuva is avada. But a person has to realize you can work and, and work on this world to learn shas and poiskim and rishonim and achronim and everything. Get to the next world. A few words with your mouth can erase everything. It's just not worth it. A person has to realize how serious this can be. We all remember, I don't know how many of you actually remember, but I remember a number of years ago there was a scandal in a place in America with someone selling uh, non-kosher meat. And it was a gefel, a because everyone who bought from them had a shayde with the ovens, or a shayde with the kalim, and shayde with the forks and the knives, and the dishwasher and the oven. Oy, vavoy, people were going mishiga, whoever bought from them, what's going to be? It affected thousands and thousands of people. Who knows how far it spread? Rabbi Sai. One... 10 minute conversation can acquire you more averas than the guy in that store that sold a tray for meat. One 10 minute conversation. That's all it is. A 10 minute conversation, you bash a few people, you bash a few communities, thousands, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of averas in one conversation. Why? Because you want to say something negative about somebody else, even if it's true. Because you have to be the one to say it. And that's what we have to realize. To be macabre on ourselves to try is part of the tshuva process. Of course we could do tshuva. But just to learn the halachas, beautiful art scroll on Chofetz Chaim Sefer, many other svarim as well, in English as well. To be macabre on ourselves. The Heidegger Manchester Rosh Hashiva, the Yodzite's tomorrow. Tomorrow's the Yodzite, the Heidegger Manchester Rosh Hashiva, Zeichat Sadev, Kodesh, Devrocha, Rav Segel. And he was the one that split up Sefer Chovetz Chaim, in today's of the calendar. And he says himself, there has never been a family. There has never been a person that was makabal on themselves to learn two halachas a day of Chovetz Chaim that did not see a Yeshua, that didn't see a salvation, that didn't see a tzlocher in something in their lives. Somebody called me from Lakewood with 23, true story, 23 stories of miracles that they saw in their lives, that they counted. They said there's many more they didn't count. When they started to be careful what came out of their mouth. When they started to be careful from watching what they do. I, I can tell you now many, many emails and phone calls and stories that I have heard from people myself who literally have witnessed the most amazing things just by being careful. And starting starting with that is to learn the halachas, to understand where the issa comes from, but also to understand the penetrating koyach of our mouths. To realize the koyach that everything we say can go into somebody else and pierce him like a knife and affect him much worse than taking away his money because you're taking away his emotions. And we don't realize it. We walk away from the conversation thinking, big deal. Did he think he really cared? He knew it was a joke. And that guy could be crushed for years. 
because we were not careful of the words that we say. So the Chavetz Chaim, if Shinas Chenem, if Lashon Horeh could cause the Chorban Beis Hamikdash, the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash, it means it has the Koyach to keep it from being rebuilt as well. Which means that the Chavetz Chaim, we are guilty, says the Chavetz Chaim. Every one of us is guilty of not being careful enough, and that's why we don't have the Mikdash, that's why we don't have the Shechina, that's why we have so many of the Tzoros that we have in Kalad Yisrael, it all comes from there, Rabbi Yisai. I'm not going to go through the Halachas now, because I think it's enough just to give this little bit of a Hagdama for a person to understand how Choshev it is, and how important it is, but all of you can take a few minutes a day, and learn Sefer Chovetz Chaim, and understand what it means to be careful. And if you've learned it once, learn it again, and learn it again, and learn it again. Because every time you learn it, you're going to find new things. And every time you learn it, you're going to machazik yourself that day from being careful, which can save worlds and save yourself as well, Rabbi Isai. And remember, all of the Torah that you learn and everything you do in this world is waiting. Because the sin of Lashonari goes all the way until the kiss I covered. I leave you, Rabbi Isai, with the Vulnagoyen and the Geras Hagra. Where the Vilnagon and the Geras Hagra, and this sums up the whole Yusoid of Shovim that we've been learning, Kedusha Saper, over the last few weeks. Pasha Mishpatim, the last week, Zuk the Vilnagon in the Geras Hagra. Ha ikilis chosta olema baba shamai, bishmiras piv, vizayosa mikola toyava maisim. Who knew better than the Vilnagon what toya is? Zuk the Vilnagon, again, if we want to have a successful and happy and fulfilled life in this world, and if we want to find every mitzvah, every maizim toivim, every Torah that we learn and do in this world, and we want to find in the next world, Rabbi Yisrael the Vilna Goin, it's all shmiras hapiv. Let's start realizing and understanding the koyach of our mouths, the koyach of our speech. And when we try, the Rabbi Nishalayim gives us siyat ishmael. To do that, we should all have atzlocha in the sukkah.